Let's hold the Bible and say, this is my Bible. It contains the word of God. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I'm about to receive God's unfailing word, which will transform my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now let's say our confession together. God's promise over my life is sure. His word concerning me settled forever in heaven. Though my beginning was small, yet my latter end would increase abundantly. God increases my greatness and comforts me on every side. The Lord increases me more and more, me and my family. This is our year of greater works. There is a release of greater blessings for us. It's a new season and God has made room for me. Do you believe that? Yes. It's my time to shine and I'm increasing on all sides. I've stepped into my promised land a land that is good and large and flowing with God's blessings. The blessings of a closer walk with God, the financial blessings of debt freedom and surplus, the blessings of good health and a good marriage, the blessings of academic excellence and a good job. My life is moving forward and upward. It's getting better and better every day and in every way. You believe that? My, now say this portion together. My life is shining brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. The Lord teaches me to profit and leads me the way I should go. My gates are open continually, never to be shut by day nor by night. That the wealth of the nation shall come unto me. I am blessed and my blessings is of the Lord. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Can you shout this seven times? I am blessed and highly favored. Look at somebody and tell the person, I am blessed and highly Punch a third person and tell him, I am blessed and highly Slap somebody and tell the person, I am blessed and highly favored. Kick somebody this time, I am blessed and highly Tell yourself this time, I am blessed. And tell yourself again, I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Can, you, can, we, can we give the Lord a shout of praise? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Father, anoint my lips. Let me speak for your word as of an oracle in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we've been learning about how to be led by the Holy Spirit. How to hear the voice of God. Amen. Amen. Uh, are you following the teachings I'm giving you? How to hear the voice of God. May the Lord open your spiritual ears to be able to hear his voice clearly and accurately so that you will not stumble in any way. Can I have an amen? God wants, uh, wants to relate with us and the way he relates is what, with us Every relationship is based on communication. Somebody say communication. And communication involves speaking and hearing. So it means that God speaks to us. Now, the primary way by means of which God speaks to us is through his word. In John chapter 1 verse 1, down what he say, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Amen? Good. All things were made by him. The same was in the beginning with God. Verse 3, all things were made by him, the word, and without him was not anything made that was made. So the word is a maker. Amen. Amen. So when you have the word of God, the word will make you. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And when you go to Genesis chapter 1, we read, starting, the Bible says, in the beginning was the word. So it's a, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. How did he create the heaven and the earth? Bible says that he spoke. Someone say he spoke. 
when the earth was without form and void and darkness upon the face of the deep, the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters and verse 3. And God said, let there be light and there was light. So it means that God created things by speaking. Someone says speaking. And whatever he spoke came to pass. Can I have an amen? amen. So now God... When man was created, man was having, God was having communication with man in directing him. So, God basically directs our lives through his word. Amen. He directs our lives through his word. So, the spirit does the speaking. In Romans 8.14, Romans 8.14, the Bible says that for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Amen. Now how does the Spirit lead us? The Spirit leads us by speaking. John chapter 16 verse 13. The Spirit leads us by speaking. How be it when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. He shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. So the, the Spirit is a speaker. Amen. And what does he speak? He speaks what the Father is saying. Amen. The, the Spirit speaks. Romans 8, 16. Romans. No, have we done uh, John 16, 13? Good. The Spirit speaks. That's what the Spirit speaks. Romans 8, 16. I'm just giving some introductory scriptures. The Spirit himself. I like it in New King James. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit. That we are the children of God. So the spirit speaks to our spirits. Amen. Now, the spirit speaks by speaking the word. And so God primarily leads us by his word. Amen. As a nation, we are, we are ruled and governed by a constitution, which is a certain word. So we are also primarily ruled and governed by the word of God. Tell somebody, we are ruled by the word of God. Which is the Bible. So the Bible contains the written word of God and it's a reliable source of direction for all of us. So the basic way you are going to be led as a Christian is by reading the scriptures. So is it the scriptures. Not by following pastors. Not by following prophets. But by reading the Bible for yourself. Amen. Amen. And when you read Psalm 119 verse 105. It says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and light for my path. So the Bible becomes lamp. The word of God becomes lamp. When you read the Bible, out of the Bible you have, the, the Bible is a word of God. And the word of God becomes a lamp to your feet and light to your path. From today, may the Lord direct your path. Amen. Amen. Now, the word of God is a silent voice. Right? The word of God is a silent voice. Have you taken the Bible and as you take the Bible, have you, do, do you hear something audible from it? So the Bible, I said, my son, do this. My daughter, do this. But when you read it, when you read it, you see that it's talking to you. Amen. That is why the word of God is a silent voice. The word of God or the Bible is a silent voice. How can a voice be silent? 
Because we say the word of God is a silent voice. How can a voice be silent? The silent voices are a group of voices that the Holy Spirit uses to guide us. Silent voices. They are silent in the sense that you do not hear a person speaking audibly. When you receive a written note, it's a silent voice. When I write a note to you and say that I'll give you a thousand cities, it's a voice. You may not have, have heard my, me speak vocally, but I've related something to you. When you receive a, a love letter and you start smiling, eh? something has been communicated to you. It's a silent voice. Amen? And you can also read something, you get angry. So it's also a silent voice. So the word of God is a silent voice that guides you, that rules you, and that governs you. Amen. So the silent voices are the common ways by which the Holy Spirit leads us. So the, the silent voices. And what are the silent voices? I'm going to be the silent voices. The number one silent voice is the word of God. That's the Bible that we read. Then we have the inward witness. Then the Holy Spirit speaks to your so the word of God to your spirit is a silent voice. The word of God to your soul is a silent voice. And these are all supernatural ways by which God is speaking to you. Now, being led by the Holy Spirit is not just a simple thing. Um, uh, today we find out that we communicate by various means. What are the various means by which we communicate? By what? By speech. By touch. You can touch somebody, you know, and the way you touch a person, you are communicating something to the person. By what again? Facial expressions. By letters. By faxes. By telephones. By televisions. By email. Instagram. Eh? Twitter. Eh? And what again? WhatsApp, eh? Facebooks, and so on. Amen. In the same way, to God also has got many methods by which He speaks to us. And we said the primary way by which God speaks to us is through His Word. So I say His Word. Second Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen and seventeen. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly equipped unto every good work. Amen. So God gives us a scripture to equip us. Tell somebody to equip us. Psalm 132 verse 17. I'm just talking about the word of God. The fact that you must be governed by the word. Psalm 132 verse. There I will make the horn of David grow. I will prepare a lamp for my anointed. Some version says that King James says, I have ordained a lamp for my anointed. King James, I have ordained a lamp. So God has ordained a lamp. And the lamp that he has ordained is his word. Amen. So the word of God is light for you. Praise the Lord. Remember John said, uh, Jesus said in John 8, 12, 
am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Amen. John 8, 12. I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness. And Jesus is the word. So when you follow the word, you will not walk in darkness. But you shall have the light of life. So when you walk in the word of God, you will be directed. Now in this world, this world is a dark world. So you need light in this life. People who try to live their lives without Christ, they stumble. So if you don't want to stumble in many areas of your life, you don't want to stumble in your business, stumble in, in marriage, stumble in the choice of who you want to marry, stumble in various kinds of decisions, then you need to go by the word. When you go by the word, you will not grow up in darkness. Amen. Okay, so primarily, the Lord leads us by his word. Someone say his word. Number two, he also leads us by the inward witness. Now man is three-dimensional. I've already established a fact. First Thessalonians 5.23 that your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless. So man is three-dimensional. So God speaks to your spirit. God speaks to three areas of our beings. Now God speaks to us generally the speakings of God can be divided into two. Supernatural way of speaking and spectacular. So say supernatural and spectacular. Every way that God speaks to us is supernatural. But there are times that he speaks to us in a spectacular way. When God speaks to us using his silent voices, it is supernatural. Is that right? And the first supernatural way is his word. When you read the Bible, all of a sudden you see that you have received direction. Light. Number two, he speaks to your spirits. And God speaks to your spirit through the inward witness. Somebody say inward witness. Who can give me a scripture on inward witness? I've taught you a lot on this, so by now you should be able to get back to me quickly. Inward witness. The spirit of God bears witness with our spirits. Is that right? He bears witness with what? Our spirit that we are the children of God. So God speaks to your spirit. God speaks to your spirit. And when he speaks to your spirit, there's calmness. There's calmness. He speaks to your spirit that God speaks to our spirit that we are the spirit. Romans 8, 16. The spirit bears witness with our spirits. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit. That means that the Holy Spirit bears witness. Who is a witness? A witness speaks. So the Holy Spirit speaks to your spirit. Amen. He speaks to your spirit. That is known as an inner witness. And when he speaks to your, to your spirit, there's some calmness in you. There's a quiet assurance. Now when the Lord is speaking to you, when the Lord is speaking to you, the way he speaks to you is repetitive. Someone say repetitive. Yeah, repetitive. That means that when he's speaking to your spirit, if at any time God is speaking to you, he doesn't speak to you once. Whatever he says, he, he reiterates it. He keeps saying it. Take note of that point. He keeps saying it. It keeps coming up again. Look at what the Bible says in uh, 
Galatians chapter 4 verse 6. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts. So God speaks to where? Your hearts. God has sent forth his spirit into your heart. And since the Holy Spirit is a personality, every personality speaks. So if the Holy Spirit is inside of your spirit, then he'll be speaking to your spirit. How does he speak to your spirit? He says that because you are sent, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your spirit, into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. And crying is what? It's an impression. When somebody is crying, it's not one sound that is made. It is a continual sound that is made. So when the Holy Spirit is talking to you, he's speaking is what? Continuous. It is repetitive. And the interesting thing about it is that it gives you inner peace. So when God is talking to you, when the Holy Spirit is talking to you, the end result is that there will be peace in your heart. Amen? Yeah. So when anybody says that, you know, the Lord spoke and it is troubling you and is creating fear in you, then it is not God. Anytime God speaks to you, it brings about quiet assurance, calmness. An inward knowing. The inward witness is also known as an inward knowing. A perception. To perceive. To know. To know. To have a certain inward feeling that God wants to do this or that in my heart. My life. Can I have an amen? Colossians chapter. We said that peace is the umpire of the spirit. Colossians chapter 3. I believe verse 14 or so. Check that. Sorry. Uh, verse 15. And let the peace of God. So I said, let the peace of God. Yeah. Rule in your hearts. So the peace of God is known as an umpire. Somebody say umpire. Yeah. Or a referee. You know, and a referee governs games. Is that not it? So the peace of God is the one that will govern your life. So when the Lord is speaking to you, there will be what? Peace. The peace of God will rule your heart. And the word rule is brabeo, which means to govern. So the Holy Spirit will govern your heart. And when the Holy Spirit is speaking, the voice of the Holy Spirit is a voice of peace. Amen. So the Holy Spirit is the peace of God. The peace of God is generated by the voice of the Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit is in you, there will be peace. Somebody say, peace. Yeah. So when you are taking a decision, and or you are, won't take a decision, and there is inward peace in your heart, that means that the Holy Spirit is saying, it's okay. But when you do not have a peace in your heart, it's a rare signal. So the way the inward witness, the, the, the Holy Spirit to you by the inward witness, is a yes and a no. Are you getting me? Is a yes and a no, a, a red sign or a green, a green sign. Red sign means stop. Green sign means it's okay, go. So when you have peace in your heart about a certain decision in your heart, inside of you, that means that the Lord is speaking to you. It's a silent voice that is, being, that is speaking to you, but that silent voice how do you get to know, interpret a silent voice? If there is peace, let the peace of God rule in your heart. So when the peace is ruling your heart, then it means it's a yes sign. When there is no peace in your heart, then it means it's a no sign.
Amen. So that one, there's not much details. Okay. So that is known also as the still small voice. B.B. Kachira will say, something is telling you that. That's something that is telling you inside of you is known as the inner witness or the inward witness or the still small voice. A voice inside of you. And it's very important that every time as you are taking steps, you are going for whatever, listen to, you are not just physical. Since you are three, you are a spirit that is dwelling in a body. You must listen to your spirit man. And God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. It means that you must train your spirit man to be able to pick information from the Holy Spirit. Amen. You must learn to, you must learn it. It's an act. And I told you that you get to, you learn that by experience. And it is operated by faith. Amen. Okay. Now the second way the Holy Spirit leads us. Do you have ashes in the house? The second way the Holy Spirit leads us is that he speaks to our minds. The Holy Spirit speaks to our souls. The Holy Spirit speaks to your spirit through what? The inner witness. Is that right? And then he speaks to your soul by speaking to your mind. Because your mind is the doorway to your soul. Your soul consists of your will, your emotions, and your intellect. And your mind is the doorway. So whatever you hear affects your emotions, affects your feelings. Is that not it? Yeah. That's why your mind is the doorway to the soul. So, the Holy Spirit will speak to your, your soul by speaking to your mind. And the Bible says that he brings all things to our remembrance. Put that scripture there. He brings all things to our remembrance. Someone say remembrance. Uh-huh. Put that scripture there. He brings all things to our remembrance. The different ways by which the Holy Spirit speaks to us. John 14, 26. But the comforter, let's read it. The comforter, hmm, who is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Amen. Now, how, how do you remember things? When somebody says something, how do you remember it? By the thoughts that come. So he brings all things you remember by what? By thoughts. So the Holy Spirit speaks to you through thoughts in your soul realm. So when you pray, especially, listen, if you want to be able to pick that thing, you have to learn to be prayerful. When you pray and you worship God, when you worship and you worship and you worship, and then you get to a place whereby you, are, you, 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 you decipher or you filter that the things of the world from your mind, then you will see the thoughts of the Holy Spirit will begin to come into your mind. You see, when we're young, and then we go for fellowship meetings, then after prayer and then worship, they say, let, let all the earth eh? be Mumam quiet you. Let all the earth 
Be silent before him. Let all the earth be silent before him. That means that let all the agitations and everything go away. And when all the earth is silent before him, then his voice comes to play. And his voice comes to play by speaking to your thoughts. Either by your inward witness or by your thoughts. So sometimes you can be there. And all of a sudden you see that you receive certain kinds of thoughts. And those thoughts of going go to this business, go and sell banana, go and sell orange, pass here, whatever. When you, you have not already conceived it, it's not something you are thinking about, but because you connected yourself to the presence of God and the voice of God, those thoughts that come, they are the thoughts of the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit which is speaking to you, is that right? By what is known as prophetic impression. It is known as what? Prophetic impression. I'm teaching you how to become a prophet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, became, you receive a prophetic impression. And that's why sometimes you meet somebody and you say, mm, Charlie, this person is full of from funny spirits. Or this thing that this person is telling me is lying. Even though the face looks very saintly and innocentia. But the person is a liar. Yeah, yeah. The, the person is lying. The person is whatever. You can, you can, you can know. You can know. Amen? Yeah. And you, you pick this in by what is also, what by experience. Somebody, how do you get to know? How do you know a husband's voice? Isn't it by experience? How do you know your children's voice? It's by experience. How do you know your friend's voice? It's by experience. You may have a number of friends. That when we all close our eyes and somebody speaks, you'll be able to know that is this person who has spoken. Is that not it? Yeah. It's, it's, okay. Now, close your eyes. William has closed her eyes. Speak. 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 Say something. Hello. Mm -hmm. Say something. Hello. How are you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Hey, you? Where do you come from? I come from Akutulante. And you? I come from Akachi. Akachi. Okay. Good. Now, close your eyes. Who was the one who was talking? Wilson. Sorry? Wilson. Wilson. Did you see him? No. Isn't it Satanam? Uh, is it, is it, no, no. Isn't it that one who was talking? No. Are you sure? Yes. Isn't it uh, Godwin? No. It's who? Wilson. How do you know it's Wilson? I know his voice. You know his voice. How do you know his voice? I stay with him. You stay with him. Have you seen it? He stays with him. He's connected with him. So by experience and by faith, even though he hasn't seen it, he can know that this is it. So, the thought, the Holy Spirit will bring what? Thoughts to your mind. And those thoughts that come, it's a voice. He'll bring all things to your remembrance. So let me tell you this. Sometimes you can even have a missing item. There's something of yours in your house. You can't find where it is. Are you getting me? Today, for instance, I needed to get a document. Somebody called me and said, I need this kind of document. And I was wondering, where can I find this document? I asked mommy, mommy, check one or two places. And I said, where? So now I had to fall on the Holy Spirit. 
Where is the document? Show me where the document is. Then all of a sudden, a certain thought came. Go to this drawer. And I think earlier on, mommy has pulled the drawer. Same place. And then I initially said, it is not there. Didn't I tell you that it's not there? So I told her that it is not there. My physical mind was telling me that it is not there. Because my physical mind was telling me that we probably might have put it at a different place. But after I connected to the Holy Spirit, and I sat down and I relaxed. I relaxed. So the way to be able to hear from the Holy Spirit is to relax and get off the worldly things from you, your mind. And then he said, open this drawer. And when I opened the drawer, I lifted it. One, I lifted whatever. And somewhere, somehow, before I realized, the document was there. And I pulled it out. So he will bring all things. He will bring all things to your remembrance. All things means what? All things. Not just spiritual things, business things, whatever it is, school things. As you learn, when you are a Christian, when you learn, you are a candidate for first class. That's why Christians shouldn't fail the exams. Amen. Yeah, Christians should do what? Christians, all the church members, you must get grade ones and grade A's. The worst is A. Yeah. Grade ones, grade A's, first class, second upper. Yeah, that is our portion. And if we are doing business, we are excellent businessmen and women. Yeah. People are blessed financially. Amen. Very soon you will see the cars that are parked here. Because you are going to follow the voice of God. Amen. You are going to see mega cars and mega owners. It's the Holy Spirit that makes people prosperous. So. Yes. It's not just they're going to school because I have no people are going to school and they are poor. Amen. It's the Holy Spirit leading you and directing you and that is what is going to make you successful. Yes. Can I have an amen? Yes. Okay, so the Holy Spirit speaks to these are the silent voices. Is that right? Because these were voices that I didn't hear what? Audibly. Audibly. So, but I was led what supernaturally. So, the, when the Holy Spirit speaks, speaks to you through the Word of God, so when you hear an anointed man of God speaking to you, the Lord is speaking to you. So, as I'm speaking, the Lord is speaking to you Amen. through His Word. Is that right? That's why He said that believe in the Lord, Second uh, Chronicles twenty twenty, and you'll be what you'll be established. But believe in His prophets, and you will what prosper because His Word is going to what give you a certain kind of direction. Amen. Okay, then the Holy Spirit also speaks to your, your spirit by what? The inward witness. By granting you a certain peace. Peace is the umpire. So when there's a peace settled in your heart, the Holy Spirit is leading you in a particular way. When you don't have the peace, it means that he's saying no. Hmm? It's like when I was young, my auntie that I lived with, when we go to some places, he tells me, don't eat anybody's food. It's a warning. Do not eat. You should make it. Don't it means it means you'll be an easy man. It kids are much more cool. My show could do no, no, it means that I will ginger you, I will ginger and pepper you. And she was wild. And you they, they can be very wild disciplinarians. And then you know, you go somewhere, and especially there's a food called Tatale. I don't know whether they still have it. Is a Tatale, you know. Then with some whatever, and when they fry the thing, you know, they say, you know, little boy, when they said, then they say, oh, bet you be, bet you be, I. Then my auntie will then, my auntie will do like this. And she has told me, he said, he said, when I wink, do not. So anytime that I go anywhere, and they ask, 
come and eat, I look at her face. When I look at her face and she winks, it means no. And she told me that when she smiles, it means yes. A smile means yes. A winking means no. But you know, when you see the appetite, you see, I told you that there are several voices that will control you. The voice of what? The mind. The voice of what? The flesh. Is that not it? The voice of circumstance. So maybe that time, as you are setting up, you are either hungry, is that right? And the scent of the food, the, the nice smell that was coming out, you say, hey, how can I forgo this? And you used to go with some nice beans and things. So they will bring it to you, and then you eat it. When she winks, then you go and eat it. When you get to the house, then they will tell you, that means I go and bring the ginger. Then you go and bring the pepper. Sometimes you do it yourself. Sometimes they do it quickly for you. <laughs> and then they smear you front and back. Hey, and you don't know which part. Whether you should find, you should, you should find in front of you or you should find behind you. Hey, it's not an easy thing. So you see, when you don't follow the voice of the Holy Spirit, you'll be finding yourself. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> they will do something to you. Something will happen to you. You'll be finding the front and back. Oh, child. That my auntie, she'll grab me like that and tell me. And then before I realize, Charlie, your butt is open. Fast. And then you'll be screaming. And then they have a way of them. They smear both your front and your back. And then uh, if you misbehave, they put some on your face. They smear like that. So it means that they pepper everything on your face. is to teach you that you don't have to. No. So the Holy Spirit, when he smiles, when there's peace, it means yes. When he closes, it means no. The second one is he speaks to your your thoughts, your mind by thoughts. Someone say thoughts. Yeah. So when there are certain thoughts that come which you are not originally thinking about, your mind is not on it, and all those things. And you have prayed, and you have especially especially when you worship. See, the worship is very important because when you worship, it helps to. For you to disconnect yourself. The Bible says that in the presence of God, that, you know, there's what? Fullness of joy. And that, Psalm 22 verse 3. What does it say? Psalm 22 verse 3. 22 verse 3, not verse 1. Oh, but now you should be able to know verse Psalm 22 verse 3. God, what? Inhabits. So when you begin to praise God, you begin to feel his presence. And where somebody is, it means his voice will be heard. So when God inhabits the praise of his people, he begins to speak to his people. Amen. Amen. Then the third way that God uh, speaks to us, apart from his word, the Holy Spirit speaks to us, speaks to your spirit, speaks to your soul, then you speak to your body. The speaking to your body is known as the, is known as the spectacular way, whereby you hear an audible voice. So the first three that I've mentioned, the word of God, Speaking to your inward by the inward witness and speaking to your soul, which is the thoughts, they are all what silent voices. They are known as what the group of what silent voices, where God is talking to you. You do not hear it audibly, and yet He's speaking to you. Amen. And there are times that He may even show you pictures, which we are coming there. Hallelujah! Silent voices. Then God speaks to you spectacularly by the audible voice where he spoke to 
Paul, yeah, and Paul had in Acts chapter 9, Acts chapter 9, the Bible says on the way to Damascus, a bright light shone on him. Is that right? Bright light. So the bright light itself was something visible to see. And then he heard a voice. He heard a voice, verse 4 and 5, please, quickly. He fell to the ground and heard a voice. He heard what? A voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? So he was a physical voice that he heard through his physical ears, through his tympanic membrane. Physical voice he heard. So God speaks to us through our, through to, he speaks to our body. So this time, Paul, God was not speaking to Paul through his, uh, uh, through the inward witness, but he spoke to him through the audible voice. Later on, you are going to find out that God, later on, after Paul had learned how to know the voice of God, he now started speaking to Paul through the inward witness. When they were on the trip, is that right? And then he said that this trip, I perceive that this trip is going to be dangerous. I perceive. And he told, uh, told the centurion, but the centurion didn't listen to Paul, and then they almost had a shipwreck, but God saved them. So he realized that that one, because Paul had now learned how to, first time, God, Paul didn't know the voice of God. So God had to get his attention by speaking audibly to him. Amen. Amen. By, by coming very strong and speaking to him. That's the reason why in the Old Testament days, God will come out very strong, sometimes by thunderings and by other ways to speak to them because they didn't have the Spirit of God in them. The Spirit of God would rather come upon the prophet for the prophet to speak. So if he has to manifest himself to the people, then he had to do something who us. But in the New Testament, there's a spirit of God resides in us, so God may not necessarily do something us. Amen? Yeah. And if you're also in a meeting that a particular word hasn't come to you to describe your hometown or whatever, it doesn't mean that God is not with you. It means that there is nothing spectacular to be told about you. And that it is likely that you are, you, you are just on the right track doing what is expected of you so God doesn't need your attention to pull out your name and your hometown and the color of dress you are wearing and the food you are eating and all those things. Because he guides you primarily through his word. He's expecting you that you should go into his word to know his will and his ways. Are you following what I'm teaching you? Okay. Now, one of the other ways that God speaks to us is after speaking to your body, speaking to your body is a spectacular way. Amen? Someone says spectacular. Okay. And God chooses each time how he wants to speak to a person. Four reasons why God speaks to us in a spectacular way. So four reasons for spectacular guidance. The four reasons why God speaks to us in a spectacular way. One, God may speak in a spectacular way because it involves something very important for your life. Something very important for your life. Like First Samuel chapter 3. You realize that Samuel was a little boy. First Samuel chapter 3. Samuel was a little boy. He didn't know the mind of God. Is that right? So the Bible says that, and I told you that when God is speaking, take note of this. 
Anytime God is speaking to you about something, he doesn't speak to you once. It is repetitive. Someone say repetitive. So in this discourse, you find out that um, Samuel was lying down and three times he heard a voice that sounded like man. So anytime he heard, he heard a voice, he thought that it was Eli, his master, who was calling him and he, he would say, go and sleep, go and sleep. And it was the third time that he realized that no, this is God who was talking to him. So sometimes you see, you may not even know there's a call of God on you. It will take a pastor to say that there's a call of God upon your life. So get into this and get into that and get into that. I hope you are getting me. But here, you see that God was talking to uh, Samuel. God was calling him and talking to him. And he didn't seem to know that God was talking to him. So you will have a spectacular... If God had not called, he had not heard that audible voice, he would never have believed that God was tell him something. So God now had to come and speak to him audibly. So you have a spectacular guidance when God wants the thing is very so important and so crucial and God cannot get your attention. For him to get your attention now he has to come in an, a very audible way. Amen. There are times that some even will have to have an accident. Some will have an accident. There are times that some may even fall sick. There are times that some, their businesses will have to collapse. There are times that God is trying to get somebody's attention. Come and do my work. Come and do my work. Come and do my work. And the person is following money, 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 money. It gets to a time that God says, this door is closed. That door is closed. That door is closed. That door is closed. We call it God directing you. God directing you by his paths. It's not that God is directing you, but you, you receive guidance by what is known as the directed paths. Amen. Proverbs. Eh? Lean unto God. It says that there's a, a scripture in Proverbs. Eh? What does it say? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You see that thing? Uh -huh. So here, now that one comes by what? Just trusting God. Trust in the Lord with what? All your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I think it's in Proverbs chapter 4. Is that right? 3, eh? 3. Okay. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct you. He shall direct you. Yes. Hey, scripture, no? Or see, yes. He shall direct what? Your paths. He didn't say he shall direct you. He shall direct your paths. So sometimes God, God guides your life by directing your paths. When you go to big, very big uh, airports, when you go to very big airports, you say, as you get in there, you see the signs, arrows leading you. This gate, that gate, directed path. And you get your body gate because you see, there are some places, as you are going, the, gate, the door is locked. Means you can't pass here. As you pass here, you see that it's locked. It's locked. So it means that just as you are following the path, you will get to the boarding gate. In the same way, to as you trust in the Lord, as you are going with God, are you, are you listening to me? As you are going with God, sometimes your first choice school may not choose you because God doesn't want you to go to your first choice school. God wants you to go to your second choice school or third choice school because of what He God wants you to do. So he, originally, you might have wanted to go to Fansfield School, just like Bishop Saki wanted to go to Fansfield School, but he didn't go to for for a strange reason. He didn't go to Fansfield School. He found himself going to I think secondary college or so. And then when he got in there, he met some seniors who were bullying people 
And then one of them acted like he was bullying him, but he ended up preaching the gospel to him, took him to SU, and then from there, he got saved. And when he got saved, uh, he got to Lagon, and Lagon, he was going to visit. He was going to visit. He was going to visit a friend. When he got there, he had planned the visit. When he got there, the person who had gone out of her room, and as he was getting back, he met somebody who was speaking in wild tongues, walking around, and that was Bishop Dark, and they became friends. And today, look at them, directed what? Paths. So one door was closed, one door was closed, but as the one door was closed, it was God was orchestrating things. That's the reason why Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says, and we know that all things will work together for good to those who love God and to those who are working according to his purpose. So once you are trusting God, Charlie, at the end of the day, it shall be well with you. Amen. Amen. That's why we say, we are going. Heaven knows where we are going. Are you singing it? We are going. Heaven knows where we are going. Tell him we are going. Listen, this is a, a true song and a prophetic song. We are going somewhere. It's only heaven that knows where we are going. Are you getting me? Yeah, we are going. Some doors will be closed to you. Some people will malign you. Some people will turn their backs at you. There are times that some of you, your parents may not look after you. Are you getting me? Yeah. Some things, some, your, your, the, somebody say, I'm going to marry the last minute, he will disappoint you. Oh, but listen to me. All those things, through the twists and turns of life, God will take you to his desired end for your life. Yeah. We are going. Heaven knows where we are going. We know we will. His brothers were going to say he was going somewhere. His brothers were going to bow to him. Is that not it? But he didn't know how it will be. But this song says that what well, the road will be rough and muddy, 
but will go. And he knew he was going, he was not told he was going to go to Egypt. But he knew that at the end of the day, at the end of the story, blowman will win. You are the blowman. No matter how much they try to beat you, at the end of the day, you prevail over every killer. Every film, there's a killer. That will, you can no, you can predict. You can write. You can write easily. Write a film. Uh, you bring a killer. You bring a blowman. The protagonist and antagonist. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the protagonist will win. You are the blowman because Jesus is on your side. And He said in, in, in John 16:33, in this world there will be what trouble, tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have not. I will. I have. Overcome. Your story will be beautiful. Hallelujah. Is somebody here with me? Are you learning something? Glory to God. So four reasons why God will have to speak to us in through a spectacular way. That number one, because that situation is important for your life and ministry. Number two, because all other methods to reach you have not worked. Like in the case of Paul, Acts chapter 9, all other methods had not worked. So God had to, you know, speak, let a bright light shine upon him to, you know, and then hear a, an audible voice. Number three, God may speak to you in a spectacular way because he sometimes shows mercy to stubborn people. Is that right? Sometimes he has to. Number three is, he sometimes shows mercy to stubborn people. He speaks in a spectacular way because. He sometimes wants to show mercy to stubborn people. He's just showing you mercy. So he has to go the extra mile in talking to you, you know, audibly or in a spectacular way. And number four, he speaks to you in a spectacular way because it involves something very much important for his church. Sometimes when something is very important for his church, he will do that. Hallelujah. Okay. So, God will sometimes give you guidance as to where to start a church. You see, like our churches in Lower Dentra, for instance, you could see that God had to just guide us in a particular way, just going on a trip, going over there, and as we went in there, went to a school, visited the school kids, and we found out that, look, these school kids, eating food without fish, meat, whatever. And the condition was very terrible. And God touched my heart that take something special to these kids. And then we added, as we were just going, the Holy Spirit just prompted me, gather people and go and preach Christ to them. And that's our. And the first village we went to is a village of the executioners in the Dentra area. Dentra. We had to go and preach. Where the, the headquarters of the executioners, those who cut off people's heads, that was where he went to, to go and preach Christ to them. And today, by the grace of God, by that guidance, many souls have come to know Christ. They have been filled with the Spirit of God, and their lives are on course. We have, and we have different churches. Amen. And uh, very soon, by the grace of God, we are going to build a church building for them there. Amen. Okay, now, one of the spectacular ways that God guides us is through dreams. Somebody say dreams. Yeah, the Holy Spirit gives dreams. So when you are dreaming, 
through dreams, the Lord is going to guide you. Amen? Yeah. The word of God teaches that the coming of the Holy Spirit will bring dreams into our lives. Acts chapter 2 verse 17. When you dream, it shows that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit can direct you through dreams. And it shall come, let's read together. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. So when the spirit of God is released, what happens? There's prophesying. The speaking of the mind of God. Number two, your young men shall see visions. Receive visions. And receive the ability to prophesy. And number three, your old men shall dream dreams. So dreams is part of... See, when you say your old men shall dream, do you know that elderly people like sleeping? You know, it's part of them. Elder people, they are wet, they are tired. Yeah, it's now time for the younger people to wear. If you are a young person and you like sleeping, then you have a problem. Younger people must be active and alive. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Younger people must be active. When you are good, a place like Germany, when you are a young person, every time with your body, you are, you are bomb, bombified, you sit, you lie sleeping, they ask you, are you an old man or an old lady? Are you Opa or Oma? That means, are you grandma or grandpa? You must be active. Amen. Amen. Yeah. But older people are allowed to sleep. And when they sleep, they must dream. When you are sleeping, sleeping goes with what? Dreams. And through dreams, God directs us. Amen. 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 Through dreams, God what? Directs us. So, so from this scripture, you can see that dreams come as a direct result of what? The presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah. So don't take dreams lightly. That's why don't take dreams lightly. Yeah. yeah. Have you realized that sometimes somebody is dreaming, he dreamt and then maybe uh, later he, woke, he found out that something was biting. Then he saw the, a bite mark over there. Many years ago, I remember we were somewhere in, uh, in the Kwamu area and preaching. And every morning, by around 3.30, 4, we'll be up to pray. We went and woke up this brother who had become born again and joined our team. And because we were bombarded, and the place was full of witchcraft powers. Hey, that was a place where you will see, you will just be preaching outside and you will see fireball rolling. And when you rebuke the spirit, it turns into goat and it starts bleeding. No, this one is not like, it's not a V, it's feely, feely. You can see the thing, the fireball. You see fireball is going just like that. And when you rebuke it, it turns it changes, it metamorphoses. It's real big and it turns into goat. And it's like, man, man, man. Okay, no koyeje. There are things around. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, this guy, this guy slept. The time we woke him up, he didn't get up. And then in between, just around the four o'clock to six o'clock, by six when he got up, he dreamt, and then somebody was lashing him with cutlass. When he got up, he had cutlass wounds at his back. Not that they said, we saw it. So, there can be physical manifestations of dreams. Amen. So, what I'm saying is that do not take your dreams lightly. 
especially when they are repetitive. And when God is speaking to you through dreams, they become repetitive. And I'm going to show you scripturally to show you that when, when dream is of God, it doesn't come once. It comes repetitively. I'm going to show you from scripture. Amen. Okay. So be established in your heart that many dreams are a result of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah. In the book of Job, God reveals that he speaks in dreams when he cannot get our attention. When God cannot get us. So one of the ways God speaks to us is through dreams when he cannot. You see, when you are too busy to be spoken to by the inward witness, you can, you see, you can only get the voice of God to speak to you through your inward witness or to your soul realm when you are relaxed in God's presence. But if you are the type of person, every time you are going, hey, you are moving, you are moving, and you cannot get your prayer, God has to find a way of holding you and get your attention. Amen. So if you keep moving, 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 then God says, okay, if I be talking to your spirit man and you are not getting it, now when you are asleep, I must get you. When you are tired, you are asleep, I must get you. So God will speak to you through your dreams. Job chapter 33 verse 14. For God speaketh once, yes, twice, yet man perceives it what? Not. God speaketh once, yet twice. So as God is speaking to you, you do not what? Perceive it. And the word perceive means what? To have a knowing. So sometimes God is speaking to you, but you don't seem to know it. Hello? Yeah. You don't seem to know. Maybe you, your husband is trying to get your attention about something. You don't seem to know it. Your wife is trying to get attention. Your, your parent, your, your father is trying to get your attention about something. And you are not knowing. So if you are not knowing, he said, I want you to be at home at this time. I want you to be cleaning these bowls. If you don't clean this at this time, you will see. You, if he keeps telling you and you are not getting the message now, he cuts off. He won't give you the money he has to give you. He won't do certain things for you. I hope you are getting me. In the same way too, when God is not getting your attention, then he has to find another way of getting your attention. And one of the ways he tries to get your attention is through dreams. Look at the verse number 16. Verse number 15 and 16. In a dream, in a vision of the night. So you see, when God is not, you are not perceiving it, then what? In a dream, in a vision of the night, the vision of the night is known as a dream. When deep sleep falls upon man while slumbering on their beds, verse 15, then he opens the ear of man and seals their instruction. Did you understand the scripture I read? What he's saying is that when he speaks, maybe start from uh, just start from the 14. Start from 14. Start from 14. For God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it. Are you getting me? And we've told you that perceive. Paul said, I perceive. Had an inward knowing. That means that God is speaking to your inward witness. God is speaking to you by winking like my, my auntie will wink. And if she winks and you don't get the lesson, then the pepper and the ginger will work. Is that right? Uh-huh. Pepperization. There will be pepperization and gingerization. Okay. Then, verse 15. In a dream, read it with me. You see, the way you are reading, it's like you are not excited about this teaching. 
They are placing when I give it, they are so excited and they are so happy that we are in a, in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their bed. This is what I, so in a dream and in a vision, whilst men are sleeping, eh? in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men. When you not get your attention, you are so busy going up and down, up and down. I can see, bra. I can see this. Do this. Do that. Do that. And he's not get your attention. And he said that, and he's been speaking once, twice, and not getting. Then in a dream and in a vision, when men are sleeping, then what will happen? Verse sixteen. He opens the ear of men and seals their instruction. He opens your ear so that you will get the through the dream and through the vision of the night, you will get a certain instruction. Amen. Yeah. So God will say, don't move with that guy. Don't go for that lady. She looks very beautiful, but don't go. Don't go to that school. Don't go on that trip. Hello? Let me tell you. God, God ministers to us in, in many ways. When we're in secondary school, the two of us, and uh, we used to play, we're part of the school team playing volleyball. And our school was going to play another team in a, 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 another school on a higher mountain beyond us. And I was one of the key players I was supposed to be in the team. And I believe that God probably was, he was killing me not to be part of the team at that time, not to go and play. But I wanted to play. The last minute, as we were practicing, I sprained my thumb. And so I couldn't go. Then a friend of mine, he, he got a, a, a little late. For, he's usually very punctual. He's a very disciplined uh, Christian, very nice guy. He got a little late. And then here was, instead of we, my school, my school is a first class school with buses or whatever. For a strange reason, the PE master said they should sit in a tractor. So they were going to travel. I don't know what, what happened that they were supposed to use the, the school tractor instead of we having school buses, including water, bone shaker, that would have sat on, on it, but they didn't do it. And so this brother was following the team, and the TP master said, let's go, don't mind him, let's go, don't mind him. And the students were all laughing at him. But God was saving us. Not knowing that we were going to have a very terrible accident. On the way, the trailer, the head, the trailer got detached from the head of the, of the tractor and started pouring the people on the way at a high speed. And if you have seen how human beings, it's as if they've got a butcher who is cutting their flesh. People, those whose heads were split up, those who were then you could see that God at that time used that guidance, that way to nudge me, to that sprain that I had was to disqualify me from being on that thing because I don't know what would have happened to me. Most of the guys today, when you see them, you will see some of them biscuits. You see keloids and things. After they're there, it was a very terrible thing. But God saved us out of that accident. When God was trying to nudge us and whatever, and we were keeping. So, in dreams, 
God will open your ears. And through the dreams, he will show you things around your life. He will show you situations. He will show you circumstances. Are you getting what I'm saying? And I'm going to prove. My time is up. So I have to stop. But I will tell you just one story. And then when uh, God willing, maybe Friday or Sunday, Friday, and then uh, or Sunday, I'll show you some more things. Guide them. Don't miss, don't miss Friday. And don't miss Sunday. Because we are going to go deep into these things. And then very soon, you will see how God will be guiding you. Amen. Amen. You see, I had, uh, there was somebody who I love so much. The person used to be part of our team here. And uh, I helped the person to get a job from, you know, university. I took the persons. I met uh, one of the bank's managing directors when I was in the UK. And said, I need, uh, uh, one of my people needs a job. I want you to help this person get a job and all those things. So I just put in a way. The person got a job, everything. Later on, the person started acting very funny. And I didn't know why. Nothing had happened. Why this person should act funny and things. Later, she wasn't even... You know, she stopped you no know, coming around. And so one day, as I dreamt, then I saw that a certain brother, see this come, this guy, this lady had put her head on my lap like that, on my on me like that. That showed a sign of care for me. Is that right? Good relationship. Then the brother came and whispered something in the ear. I don't want anybody even to practice that. Oh. He whispered something in the ear. You mean you whisper something in the ear of the person, then the person moved. She moved her head from me, and that was it. And then my eyes got open. Then the Lord just told me, it is this person who whispered something evil in the ears of this lady who loves your ministry and you have invested so much into her life who just moved away from you. I never said a word to anybody. I never asked a person anything. I never told a lady my dream. One day I was just preaching in the name of the Lord. Uh, you will never move away from me. Uh, you become a minister in the house. Amen. And a great son. Amen. Amen. God bless you. When you use somebody for bad illustration, you have to cancel it. Because, especially we are spiritual people, what we say will come, can come to pass. Yeah. Anytime you are, something comes into you and you say some things, please, you have to reverse it. And don't also say that oh, I was only joking with it. Words are containers. Three things. Words are seeds. I'm going to show you how sometimes through dreams, eh, when negative dreams come to you, especially dreams from the devil, or people who prophesy bad things to you. Yeah? When they happen, it's not because their word is true, but it's because of a seed. Because every word, every word, words are containers, and words are seeds, and words are spirits. And so when the word is deposited in you, you allow the word to be deposited on the soil of your spirit, it will grow, and it will manifest. So you do not give it access to your life. And when it comes, you must approach it. Else it's going to affect you. Amen. So in church, as my story goes, I was just preaching one day, and then I was just talking about an illustration. So I mentioned that 
there's this person in a dream and then this brother came and whispered this thing to this sister and after that the sister just moved away from me the brother was sitting in the church god is my witness i never mentioned anybody's name i just described the scenario of the dream that i had that was the last day the person stepped in church that was the last day the person never and after that i met the person somewhere at sakumono those days with Auntie Jefa was there. The person was standing. And the person, Auntie Jefa said, haven't you seen daddy? He said, I've seen him. He couldn't come close to me. I went to one church member's place where I helped the person to establish his business. He had gone there. And when the person saw me, he couldn't even come because he was there. I had to spoil the person's mind. The person is not in the church. He had gone there to whisper things. There are people who are whisperers. He had gone to say all kinds of things. So the moment I said, this person, that, 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 that was the end. He never stepped into the church again. The Lord showed me who he was. So you see, God can even show you who your enemies are. Amen. He will show you somebody who is smiling with you. He's smiling with you and everything, but he's holding it. So every time, listen, the Bible says, hands for no way, no man after the flesh. And there are times you know them, but you act like you don't know them. Yeah. <laughs> you know that I know that you know. Yeah. You play that game. Hello, how are you? It's fine. <laughs> but as you are doing that, you, are, you must hold your, sh- yeah. your shield. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Through dreams. So, through dreams, God is going to reveal things unto you. And that is why you don't have to joke with this series that I am, I am, I am, I, I, I am treating. Amen. Yeah, the person just left. Yeah, the person just left. And, and through dreams, the Lord will show you businesses to do as well. Through many other things. Uh, my time is up. So I, I just have to close uh, for today. There was another illustration. I just jumped out of me when I remember I'll let you know amen but God is going to show you things and pray that God reveal things unto me reveal businesses unto me reveal people that I need to take contact with yeah who is this person in my life amen you see pastor Seth and pastor Derek for instance there are many attempts that people try to make to get them out of the church. Somebody like Pastor Derek, somebody went to Pastor Derek's parents, go and say that you should come and remove him from the house. Church. Why is a man in the church? Yes. Yeah. He should remove. Himself he didn't do. It's a parents who told me eventually. He said, Reverend, I want you to, to know something. That there are some evil people. He said, they came to my house to come and tell me that why is your son in the place? So for the man even to shame, the man said that now I have given my son even over to you. He, the father, is a foster father and I'm the father. The, the, wedding, the father wanted me to sign as a father. I said, no, you sign because I'm the reverend minister. At the end of the day, as a father of the house, I will put my signature under. Yes. And you know what? He said, people wanted to destroy my son by removing him out of the house. So there will be voices. And I told you there are many kinds of voices. 
that will try to destroy you. I'm telling you, they will come very nice. I said, they are interested in you. Yeah. Some of them try to get him a business out of a business that will not let him come to church. The same thing they did to Pastor Dad. He said, but you see, he said they had a dream. Pastor, for instance, he said one day he had a dream, and a certain man of God said, This man, say, follow, follow your pastor. Follow. It's a dream. It's a dream that has that helped him to become stable in his mind. Because there were all kinds of things that were fighting this, that, that. Why are you following this person? Why are you following? He said, and then he had the, the dream and a certain big man of God. And he doesn't relate to the man directly. But the man of God told him in a dream. He said that, follow this, your pastor. Follow Jonathan. Follow him. Follow him. Same thing applies to him. I said, did you have a dream like that? You had a dream. Amen. Have you, had you at that time thought about the man of God? Come, your father. Had you thought about that man of God? I'm trying to let you know practically. It's what I'm teaching. I don't want to be like I'm quoting some scriptures and things, but I just want you to just know that practic- practically, the whole, give him a microphone. Practically, the Lord leads us. Amen. Amen. Yeah, practically. Yes. Can you tell us so that it will be encouraged? Amen. I had a dream about a man of God. And, um, and earlier on, you were, you were working and you were uh, trying to get you out of the church. Yeah, actually, um, there were some people that I came to meet in the church. And um, normally after service, you know daddy hangs around. So we decided to hang around and then also help to pack the stuff from the place. And then we'll have a little um, chat and then after that, we'll leave. So let's say about three, four, whilst everybody is gone, we are still around. So sometimes you end up leaving around four, five. So one of the days, I, we have finished, and I was going to give a key to a brother um, the, where we have our service, the office keys. So after I delivered the key and I was going home, I met one of the brethren, and he said that, hey, you are still here. You haven't gone home. You are acting as if the church belongs to your father. So um, I had to ignore what he said. But afterwards, there were other things that were going on. So I was kind of making a decision to leave, maybe to start um, something on my own, not church, because at that time I wasn't even thinking about church, like work. And so one day I was. So it means that the words you were saying was affecting you. Seriously. Yeah. In fact, I told you. I stopped coming to church. Um, I stopped coming for Wednesday service because I started working somewhere. And one day daddy called me and then he said, Ah, I haven't been seeing you uh, in our midweek service. Those days we have our midweek service on Thursdays. And because of the work, I can't go for midweek service. So he said, Ah, I haven't been seeing you. And I told him that to his work. So he asked me to come. And then I came and then he discussed some few things with me and I decided to stop. So um, one day I was just lying down and I had a dream. Um, Daddy was working. Uh, he was doing some work. And it is very true, practical what is happening here. I've seen a lot of people that came into the church. They had nothing. They are nothing. And through the preaching of the word, their lives have been shaped. And now they are respected in their families. And people honor them and all that. And that is part of Daddy's ministry. So in a dream, I saw Daddy doing some work. And then I saw the man of God. And then he called me and they said, follow this man. Follow your pastor. So when I woke up, I was wondering what it means. But then 
I decided that, well, since he said I should follow, I will also follow. But apart from that, after the dream, um, I've had many challenges. Some of them were here. Some people said a lot of things just to make me stop. But because of the dream that I had, I have never changed my mind about what people say. Yeah. Yeah. So you see that the dream guided him. Are you getting me? The dream what? Guide. So God, God maybe, maybe probably God was speaking to him by the inward witness. Yeah? His inner man, that this is a good place. Is this place not a good church? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Do I come and say, bring me 100 cities, give me 50 cities, come and... No, this is a good church. You come here. Do we tell you that your grandmother is a witch or your mother is a wizard? No, we teach the word of God. We give you an opportunity to do whatever. We'll do everything. And this is one church that if I, when you take telephone to call your pastor, you'll pick it up. Yes. If I miss your call, I'll call you back. Yes. Amen. I'll call you back. Try to relate with you. You know, if you need appointment, you, you get appointments. We'll come to your house, whatever. You know, so by the grace of God, you, have, you are blessed to have a good pastor. Totally. But the devil wants to do everything to get you away. Yes. Amen. Yeah. So, for whatever way God was speaking to him through the inward witness, he wasn't probably hearing through the soul by certain thoughts. He still wasn't getting it. So now, he had to speak to him in a spectacular way through a dream to say that this man is a good man. Follow him. Amen. Amen. Likewise, Pastor Derek. You see, when, when you receive a certain visitation, you become convinced. He doesn't. He doesn't. So when the, you, that's why you need to pray the Lord. Speak to me. You see, like Paul, for instance. Paul was willing to die. He said, for me to live is Christ. And to die is what? Is gain. He said, I count all this. Paul was a lawyer. He was a great person. But he said, I count all these things by what? But don't. For the excellence of knowledge of God. Why? Because, you know, so his education is whatever. It, 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 it was so important to him. It's so, it's so important. What was important to him is Christ. Amen. Yeah. If it wasn't for conviction, you know, like many people, I wouldn't probably be in the country. But conviction is saying that the Lord wants me to be here, not to be in America, or to be in Germany, or to be wherever, to be here. Amen. Many times they say that we'll work on documents. Stay here. Stay here. Stay here. You're a good preacher. People, people like your ministry. Whatever. Stay here. Start on. Be here with us. I said, I can't be here with you. So conviction makes me come here. <laughs> it's conviction. It's conviction. Hallelujah. Just pray to God in a minute and say, Lord, convict me in any way that you want to convict me. Speak to me. Direct me. Guide me by your word. Guide me through the inner witness. Guide me. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Talk to him right now. Say, Lord, guide me. I need your guidance in my education, in my business, in how to relate with my children, my spouse, my friends. Have your way in my life. Oh, Lord, lead me. Lead me the way I should go. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, we give you praise. 
Jesus, Spirit of God. We pray, Lord, in the name of the Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we want to thank you and want to praise you. We commit ourselves into your hands. Thank you for your word that has come forth. We pray that may you guide us by the voice of your spirit through whichever method, whether it's by the inward witness, whether it's by speaking to our souls through thoughts, whether it's by dreams and visions, whichever way, or through the voices of some men of God and women of God, Lord, speak to us. May, may we not miss your track. May your word be a guidepost for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And now, Lord, may your people take decisions that will let them flourish. Amen. Give them the upper hand in every situation. Jesus. Whatever you should put them under by the Holy Spirit, Jesus. let them come on top. Yes, let them triumph. With their, among their competitors, let them come up as tops. Jesus, Any case anybody has in this place, let them triumph. Amen. Make them winners. Yes, let them be blessed. Oh, yes, in Jesus' name, I rebuke every disease. I curse every force of the enemy. Amen. Anybody that a curse has been placed over Jesus. your life, by the blood of the Lamb, we cancel the curse. We cancel the curse. We cancel the curse. We nullify its effect on your life. And rather we superimpose the blessings of God upon you. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. In Jesus Christ's name. Everybody say a big amen.